Most of your mega celebrities, you see hats, sunglasses, boom, bam, fake beard, mustache, overcoat. Tom Cruise came to the Soho house that night and was like, you want Cruise? (laughs) Take a big ol' helping a Cruise. Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery, and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Gentlemen, I know this is scary, but if the government trusts me, then you should too. So welcome to a very special edition of Meeting Tom Cruise. I am your host, Jeff Meacham. Here with me as always, he's the Merlin to my cougar, the Hollywood to my wolfman, and of course, he's the goose to my maverick. He's Mr. Joel Johnstow. Joel you know you can be my wingman anytime, right? Let's do it! <laughs> and deep in the background, well, he's our own personal Michael Ironside. He's the jester of this podcast. His ego is writing checks his body can't cash. He's Alec Lev. Alec, have you lost that love and feeling? A long time ago. That makes okay. sense. Guys, quickly, quickly. I was thinking about Tom Cruise this week because really? I've watched Top Gun an unhealthy amount of times. <laughs> and here's what got me. 34 years, gentlemen. I've been waiting for this. We have been waiting 34 plus years now and counting, 34 and uh-huh. you're counting for the uh-huh. most obvious sequel of all time, Top Gun 2, or in this case, Top Gun Maverick. And I'm pretty sure this is the most excited I've ever been for a movie in my entire life. And because of this pandemic, we have to wait a little bit longer. So my question to you two quickly is, what movie in your life was the most anticipated movie? Alec, do you know? Star Wars Episode One. Big disappointment. I think once you heard the name Phantom Menace... And it went right to sounding like a Scooby-Doo episode. You're like, oh, hmm. Yeah. You might kill my childhood. Yeah, yeah you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're destroying this. Uh, Joel, what about you? What movie were you uh, most excited about your entire childhood, adulthood, whatever? What was- I, I think I think Back to the Future 3 because oh. that, was, that coincided with me being able to go to the theater by myself for the first time. Well, you know, with, without parents. Yeah. So it was like a double whammy. I was, you know, can, I, can I just share something? Can right, I just share right, something? Yeah. I couldn't sleep last night. My son was had crawled into our bed and I just started walking, watching Back to the Future and he immediately wakes up and he starts watching it. And I, I kid you not, at the very beginning, he's late for school and he starts, he starts hitch riding on his skateboard at the back mm-hmm. of the Jeep. My son goes, I want to be like that guy. And you just started to bawl. I know, dude, I get it completely. Uh, for me, for me, I know this is going to sound kind of crazy, but it was, <laughs> it was cliffhanger. It was cliffhanger. Interesting. I, I can't really explain to you guys how much Stallone meant to That's me. That's the most anticipation you've had for a movie? What's wrong? Why do you look so stressed? How are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> Our guest this week is Jay Hayden. But first, let's get to the question of the week. Alec, go! All right, the question of the week is specifically for Jeff Meacham. Uh-huh. Ooh. Jeff... What is your favorite Tom Cruise film? Top Gun. 
Okay. <sighs> moving on. Uh, moving on. We're good. We're good, right? <laughs> Man, we are so not good. Uh, so full disclosure to people that are listening right now, this is our third attempt at talking about fourth, fourth, is it really our fourth, 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 holy shit. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This is our fourth attempt at talking about Top Gun. I, 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 I think it's just too much for me to deal with this. Can I explain people? I I, I think they'll understand, um, for those parents out there, what this is like. (laughs) Um, my son had a bad experience at the dentist one day. And I said, listen, if you finish this up, but if you suck it up, I will take you to target and you can get any toy you want. Sure. Rookie mistake. Because I just gave a four year old permission to buy any toy he wants. That's what it was like asking Jeff about Top Gun. Right, 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 right. right. I just wandered the aisles for four straight hours, which is yeah. kind of what's going to happen again. And there here, was no but... focus. Yeah, none. None. Yeah. There was, it was, it was hours of meandering. Yeah, he was in the tampon aisle. He, he, anything, <laughs> anything. <laughs> Maybe. So, guys, here's my problem. I, I love this movie too much. Like, Top Gun is my favorite movie all the time. It's my Desert Island movie. If I'm on a Desert Island, I get one movie. It's it's Top Gun on VHS, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is my favorite movie of all time. And someday I want you guys to talk about yours. But this isn't about you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you asked me to right now, seriously, if you asked me to cry about it, I would cry about it. <laughs> if you asked me to, like, I can't, I have two, my emotions are too, it's like in high school, all of my all of us watched this movie together like this movie meant the world this movie taught me how to kiss this movie taught me how to make love well that explains everything yeah uh, that wasn't a compliment so why 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 do i love this movie yes. so much i think i think it's not that you, easy oh, oh it's not don't it's not, do this it's not not this it's early not, it's not, not awesome it's not the best opening of all time for a movie. The best, the best opening <laughs> the sequence best ever. The best opening all time of any movie. Of any movie ever. Of any movie. Remember, is, is Top a, Gun. Top Gun. There isn't a better movie opening than Top Gun. The Harold Faltermeyer theme, the Top Gun theme music, perfectly the boom, whatever that dong yep. is. Yeah, it yep, just teams yep. up to the word Top Gun coming across. Name a better opening to a movie, both of you. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I mean, 2001. Oh, a bunch of fucking monkeys dancing around a monolith? (laughs) No one gives a shit about that movie. Both of you couldn't be more wrong. It is Top (laughs) Gun. Jeff, I love Top Gun. You know I I love Top Gun. I know you do. Okay, 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 okay. So so, 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 so I actually did a little little research. Uh The thing that does get me going at the beginning of Top Gun Uh is... The, you, you know the little rubber band that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. catches the, the rubber band. Uh, apparently, it's not catches. a rubber band. I looked it up. It not is really not a rubber band. Oh, it's not a rubber, a rubber band, band that catches no. the plane. This is the kind no. of information you get at meeting top crews. Go. No. Yeah. Go. Go. <laughs> it's called an arresting cable system. Yeah, it is. I just want to say how goddamn awesome it is that a jet, <laughs> an F-14 fighting machine, can land on a boat, the strip of like my driveway, wheels touching to full fucking stop. And catch that little rubber band string, 300 feet. Who cares? It's so cool. How Everyone do you, cares. I don't understand why you don't like cool things. That's why you don't like this movie, because the movie's cool. The movie's fine. The movie's not fine. You're, it's my favorite of all time, and you agreed to do this podcast. <laughs> it is a pinnacle of childhood. Yes, man. How did you miss this in your childhood? I was watching better movies. Tell us why you like Tom Cruise in this movie. Oh, there you go, because this podcast is about Tom Cruise. Uh, is it perfect? Oh, God. Just ask me questions, guys, because he's I awesome. I just did. Oh, well, because he's awesome. I realized it. it was five seconds ago, and you can't keep that in your fucking head. I think it's because <laughs> he's the pinnacle of his, he's like his cruisiest. 
Like the cruisiest cruise is this movie. Give us anything more to go on. Well, <laughs> but then that that involves me being intelligent in this no, moment. No, no, I did not. I'm sorry. That was my, that is my mistake. <laughs> I am not. I am not asking for that. Uh, right at the beginning of that film, you then is the the first dialogue you basically get is from the actor James Tolkien. I think this scene is by far one of the best scenes in the entire movie. But you don't even know what we're talking Which about. Which scene? I'm talking about James just in Tolkien. his office. In the office. You ruin the excitement You've of this. You've seen it under 50 times, Alec. You don't get a say in this. Wait, no, but for I'm here to represent those who aren't insane. You mean the people who didn't come to meeting Tom Cruise because they didn't know anything about Tom Cruise? It's possible they <laughs> don't know which Top Gun scene you're saying when you say, the scene with the... <laughs> Give us a little context. Jesus. I mean, sh- hey, uh, Alex, Alex, will you, uh, you silence his mic, please? Will you <laughs> mute his mic? <laughs> Which James Tolkien performance do you like better, Principal in Back to the Future or Commanding Officer in Top Gun, Alec? It's exactly the same. Same performance, right? Same performance. <laughs> it really is. Strickland. He's Strickland in both of them. Give us your favorite scene. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My favorite scene in the movie, honestly, yeah. like honestly, yep. I don't want yep. see this is the problem is I need to be a true, I need to be true to myself. Jeff, Jeff, focus, focus. I don't care about you. I care about Tom. Let's go. It's the volleyball scene. The volleyball scene's the best scene in the movie. What are you doing? I know. What, jo- and it's crazy to and say And now that, you but, know something about Jeff, ladies. But this is why. Let me tell you <laughs> why. Why is it in the movie? Why are they playing? Exactly. What? It's pointless. <laughs> and I love it more than anything in the whole movie. It's just like nobody gets, you don't get scenes like that in movies anymore. Could they not yeah. afford a beach? I just watched that movie again. That's like 20 square feet of sand in a parking lot. Alec is bringing up maybe the best single point about yes, this. Yes. If you the look first carefully. time he's brought up a good point. Thank yes. you. It yes. looks like it's in a, a, a possibly a community college <laughs> i always thought it was the parking lot of a jc penny <laughs> or just a jcc like like a, like an abandoned jcc <laughs> right yes, yes also yes. why do they have their hands all wrapped up like it looks like they have scarring issues on their body yeah. <laughs> can we talk about their volleyball skills their volleyball yeah. I, guys i grew up in florida i played volleyball i was you on the volleyball, volleyball team you're on the volleyball team yeah. i too was on a volleyball uh, team and like tom cruise at five seven i was not yeah. a spiker yeah, that was not I'll my say, job. I'm I'm five seven. Nobody in the history of my life has ever said, "Joel, move up to the net." <laughs> That's never happened. I've Joel, played quite a bit of middle volleyball. blocker. We need middle blocker, guys. Can we have a little sweet moment right here in this podcast? Can you we? guys are both five seven. Tom Cruise is five seven. This mm. makes me happy. Yeah. I'm six one. Okay, so moving on. Um, <laughs> also, another great moment in the volleyball scene, the ending moment. They've been playing volleyball for some three hours at hot, this point. Hot out there. It's hot out there. Sweaty. Sweaty. They're all dripping in sweat. Yeah, do, you, do you need a drink of water? No, no. Do you, you know what? Maybe something to cool off? Something to cool off? No, in fact, I why got don't a we fan. Do the... I have a little fan. No, no, no. No, no. Alec. Uh, uh, yeah, a towel? No, a towel? guys, Anybody guys. Towel? We need a down winter goose yes. down jacket yes. made yes. for the military. Leather that might even be bulletproof. <laughs> Let's put that on. Uh, I, I, the volleyball scene. In, in conclusion, the greatest worst scene in cinematic history. I like it. I like it. All right. It's the most talked about scene. Like people talk about, people remember that. It's not the most talked about scene. Well, what's the most? Oh, also maybe the sex scene. The sex scene. The sex scene is the best. Uh, And fun fact about the sex scene. The sex scene was shot after the movie had wrapped because I guess test audiences had seen the movie and they're like, how come they didn't bang? And they're like, well, because we were trying to make like an artsy film. (laughs) That was was their reasoning. Okay. So the next thing I want you to play for people is the two. So I uh, listen, everybody. 
I have seen this movie an uncomfortable number of times. Sure. And, and and just as important for the story, I've seen it once. <laughs> this is yeah. I st- I still just hate you for that. Well, the, well, yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? So ever so if you're if you're listening, seen it once. Our boy Alec here just watched that for the first time when he found out he got this podcast. When he was like, "Yeah, I'll do this podcast. I guess I should watch." Top Gun. I wasn't watching Top Gun. I was I was learning on PBS. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like to watch fancy films like The Godfather. You know these imitations are spot on, guys. <laughs> okay, so the point is that our boy Jeff here, yes, he thought that right, a yeah, line there was th- a line that he thought went a certain way. So and- when Goose goes to uh, Maverick's room and is like, "Listen, man, I'm really worried about you. You did the flyby. You oh, messed yeah. up, and yeah. I know you've had a hard time." And I've believed forever he was saying because you know you duked Mitchell's kid. And so I got. So here's 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 what happened when Jeff first suggested that that was the line. <laughs> Goose and Mav talk about not letting him into the academy because he duked Mitchell's kid. Can we just talk about the word duked as having sex with someone? I don't know why I love that one, but he's like, oh, man, I know you had it tough because you couldn't get into the academy because you duked Mitchell's kid. Am I blowing your mind right now? No, I thought the character's name was Duke Mitchell. It is? Am I seeing that wrong? No. Yeah. No, it's not Duke no, Mitchell. He duked Duke, Mi- Duke is a verb. I don't. Duked is a verb. He duked you Mitchell's talk, kid. I, I already wasn't listening. I'm going to continue to not listen and look this up our while other, you're talking. Our other producer is saying no as well. So you're saying that the character's name is Duke. Oh, man. No, I thought it was Patty Mitchell or Patty. Oh, no. He's Pitt. Oh, you're right. He's Pete Mitchell. So you duked Mitchell's kid. No, now I'm all thrown. Oh, my God. I thought I've always thought it was that. I always thought it was. You didn't get into the Academy because you duked verb. Mitchell's is kid. Not? Just look it up. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. If I'm right and you're wrong. Well, what, wait, no, it's not that. I'm, I'm confused then what he's... Because you're Duke Mitchell's kid. Oh. I'm in the academy because you're Duke Mitchell's kid. You have to live with that reputation. Oh, my God. Which just blew my mind. Let's, just be, let's take our time on what just happened here. You said something about Top Gun. I watched it one and a half times. Uh-huh. I was right. You were wrong. Yeah. Okay. So what does it actually say? Um, What's the line? You and I, we're going to step outside in a few minutes. Number one. Number two. So the actual line is they wouldn't let you into the academy because you're Duke Mitchell's kid. And somehow I always thought it was because you duked Mitchell's kid. Duke Mitchell's kid. Which is so, I mean, that really changes everything for me. Yeah. Oh my God. The movie's not as good as you thought it was, right? And also. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You were the, oh. Uh, oh, this is good. I like this podcast. So what is this? so? That's all that means then, <laughs> is that oh, which is really unfortunate because Duke Mitchell turns out to be a hero, but they don't know that he's a hero. <gasps> you understand the movie. I get it so much more now. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there you go. Uh, and I did. I got Patty Benjamin confused with his. I forgot his last name was Mitchell, but. Several things came out of that conversation. Uh-huh. One, I was right and you were wrong, which is excellent. <laughs> Two, I think we might have our first T-shirt. I duked Mitchell's I kid. I duked Mitchell's kid. Oh, yeah. it's a great tee. Yeah. yeah, if you visit, uh, what's our website? www.meetingtomcruise.com. It's not there. It's not there yet. But when we start making shirts, yeah. I think it, it, it's going to be there. Hey, everyone. Alec here. We've got to take a quick break. But if you think you might wear an I duked Mitchell's kid T-shirt, let us know at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. Unfortunately, we will be back with more Top Gun nonsense after this. And we're back. 
Let's rejoin this inane conversation about Jeff's love of Top Gun already in progress. I've only seen it once now, and I have to say that I had to rewind a bit to understand what happened to Goose. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, like, why did he die? Now, he, got, he got his neck snapped. His neck snapped. But, but okay. He's wearing a helmet. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with Alec. I, that scene has, it's never tracked for me. Like, it didn't, it, the blow wasn't hard enough. Yep, I agree. It, the, I angle, agree with that. the angle wasn't sharp enough. Like, none of it, like, in Die Hard, when Bruce Willis is going down the stairs with dude, I hear that dude's neck snap. Totally. And that's the same time period. None You're of right. That from Goose. You are 100% right. Like, all right. So here's the, let, let's just explain it real fast because it is a fun scene. And I did a ton of research for our Wait second a time. second. I did a ton of research. A ton and by, of research. And by research, yeah. I went to Wikipedia. Talk me through Is it, it Wikipedia or Wikipedia? <laughs> Am I even saying that by wrong? By research, I had my eight-year-old son look something up <laughs> on the internet. And I had him read it to me, which took forever. <laughs> um, okay, so Goose. Yeah, just so quickly. So, so uh, He's Mav, using hand signals, guys. Yeah, I'm using Mav and Goose. We're going oh, to get. Oh, it's so cute. You call him Mav. I know because they're my friends in the movie. That's how many times I've seen it. Mav and Goose have got a direct line on the MIG. Oh, that's another one. Oh, we should play this. We should also. Okay, so. We had a little trouble with MIG, didn't we, Jeff? I thought. Well, let's just play it. Let's let's just listen. This one doesn't need a setup. Let's let's just play this. Well, this is a fun thing that. No, fun fact. Yeah. We never know who the bad guys are in this movie. There's no. They never speak. Russians. Nope. You never see their faces. That's who flies MIGs. No, no, it doesn't. But in the movie. But in the movie, the idea that's who flies Russians? MiGs. No, there's yeah, no, 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 but no, there's no, no. For, for once. I'm that's with what a MiG here. is. There's so no Russian, a Russian. Is that true? Plane. Is that true? Is a here we MiG, go as MiG, uh, Russian. How do you spell Russian? <laughs> MiG. Any member of a family of it's, Soviet military. Uh, what was the word? Soviet. But you never see the Russian symbol. I was really going to make a strong point here that that's the fun thing. Like they, like the fact that you never know where they are in the movie seven, that it's like no man's land. This is like, this is different. This is because they are say Russians. Meg. <laughs> this is different. It's not the same. Jeff, oh, Jeff nice. doesn't believe that they're Russian just because for the first time in action film history, Russians don't have the old men's tabernacle choir behind them <laughs> flying. Like every time you see Russians, like whether it's Drago or like the Russian ships in uh, Crimson Tide, you right. have the, oh, the, yeah. the Russian tabernacle choir. So I made a couple mistakes sure. with this movie. Sure. I had okay. no idea that they were Russians and I always thought he duked Mitchell's kid. Jeff, simple question. Favorite line. Oh, it, that's so easy. Uh, talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. That's the first line of the movie. What? First, yeah, you're right. <laughs> talk to me, Goose. <laughs> talk to me, Goose is like that's his first. Sorry, that's his filler. first. Line. No, it, talk to me, Goose. No, no, you're first, right, Joel. It is, that is the first the, line of dialogue in the movie. It is literally the first line of. Oh, dialogue. that's so impressive. It's the first line. I use it wow. with ninety percent of my friends. When ninety percent of my friends call, I say, "Talk to me, Goose," on the phone. That's how. That's how much that line is part of my everyday life. Do you pick life. up when other people call? Because you not, never, not with you. You never pick up you, when I call. You and my father. I never answer. <laughs> I never answer. I like the messages. So Goose's death. Let's talk about Goose's death. <sighs> First question. Yeah. Whose fault is it? Is it Maverick's fault? What? Or is it Iceman's fault? Iceman. You... Wait. They have the whole trial afterwards. They say it's no one's fault. Stop being no. so like. Wait, no, right. I'm, I'm literally serious. Is it a question? Iceman, it Iceman is a question. Should have gotten out of the way. So somebody was more at fault than the other person. Now, in the moment, there's, there, this is this is the best conversation we can have because it's ridiculous. So first off, Iceman. <laughs> oh, this Ice, is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, so Iceman and Slider cut off Goose and Mav, uh-huh. but because Ice is too close to 
shoot missiles. They're like, get out of the way, Ice, get out of the way. It's our shot. But because he doesn't want to give up the points to Mav because Mav is in second place. And then if why he get, doesn't he just fucking shoot? He can't. Why? He, he's I, too close. I, I, I want to pause here. And just for those that may even still be listening by some <laughs> miracle. Not um, sure why you are, e- but yeah. Email us, email us at where, Alec? It's contact at meetingtomcruise.com. Yes, please email us there and, and let us know at what point of this conversation you tuned out. <laughs> or are you super mad right now because you're somebody that actually knows what happened and we're just three That's guys. More likely. That's probably That's more likely. Yeah. They're like, okay, why yeah. don't they just yeah. watch so, it? So they do a forever countdown and then and then ice flies out of the way. And what happens is Mav flies through his jet wash, whitewash? Uh, jet wash, jet wash. Ice, fl- ice flies out of the way. Mav flies through his jet wash. And what that is, without me looking it up and actually sounding intelligent. Don't worry. No no fear of that. Don't sell yourself short, Jeffrey Thank Meacham. you, thank you. Here we go, here we go. Jet wash is exhaust. It contains less I'll oxygen. I'll tell you exhausting. <laughs> the engines suck in air <laughs> and then spit it out. And that's how an engine moves. But what happens instead is his plane sucks in the exhaust of Iceman's plane creating a flame out. And then because that engine messes up, it basically, the other engine is going full speed and it turns it into a, what's called a flat spin. It spins it out of control and they, uh, they they got duped. They got, I guess they got duped. They got duped. They got duped (laughs) by Mitchell's kid. (laughs) So that's what, that's what downed the plane. But what kills goose? Because he hits his head. He hits his head wearing a fully protective helmet (laughs) that like, I'm sorry, like this is one of the problems. And a chair. And they show. It, it, yeah, he's still a in a chair. And the, <laughs> yes, there's a yes. giant chair. I, here's my problem. He films it in slow motion. If you're gonna oh, film somebody's right. next, speed it up. Speed it up. Let me see that thing in real time. Because right crap. now it looks like a soft hit from a linebacker. Yeah, you're like, right. You're like, right. It is in slow motion. I just think it would have been so much cleaner if if it had knocked him out and then he drowns. He drowns and and Maverick can't find him in time. That's what should have happened. That's one of my gripes. That's one of my few gripes with the yeah. movie. That's one of the that's one of the only few not believable portions of the movie. <laughs> and then my favorite, and then well, Alec, I, one of you pointed this out. I think it was you, Alec. Uh, you know, cut to a few hours later. Oh, Tom's, this is the best. Tom's shaving at the sink. It's the best. He's in not, comes Tom. He's not he, shaving, but he's in those great tidy whiteies. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so then, let's just then, set this scene. It's yeah. got to be Goose has been dead for half hour. Couple of minutes, right. couple yeah, of minutes, forty-five minutes we don't know. tops. Not a long yeah. time. Not a long yeah. time. And then, He's... and then, and then comes in, you know, just Tom Scarrett, Mister Empathy, Tom Scarrett, <laughs> and he says the most, probably my favorite line of all time: <laughs> "Goose is dead." <laughs> yeah, I know. I held his fucking corpse for the last hour and a half. And you then, mean? When... But then, but then he makes him. But then he makes everything better when he says, "You got to move on." <laughs> <laughs> his best friend. Died in his arms in the Pacific yeah. Ocean. He was yeah. like, Goose, giving him fucking mouth to mouth. He's like, one, two, three, just 45 minutes ago. Tom in the helicopter above him. You gotta move on. His blood is still on him. I can still taste his blood. Can I just, it's in my, it's still a little bit in my mouth. Is it okay if I, can I rinse first before I move on? Oh, goose this and goose that. Move on. Does your neck, here's a question. Oh, God. Does when your neck snaps, do you die? You only have one neck, Jeff. <laughs> Does when your neck snaps. Your neck your neck cannot snaps. Oh god, I am so unqualified for this podcast. That makes two of us. How did how did this happen? I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I don't know how this I mean this is amazing how this happened. Thank you. Thank you Doug and Alec for Let's making... be clear. I want to I, I mean I, Jeff is like a Jeff is a great guy. Thanks, buddy. The great best. great husband. The best. 
Great yep. father, great actor. Yep, yep, yep. He's yep. just a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You know, we all have our thing. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Ready? <laughs> no, no, listen, listen. Okay. Let me just be, again, okay. just like telling you guys that Top Gun is my favorite right. film. Let's By the honest. time I was 13 years old yeah. in middle school, I yeah. knew I wanted to be an actor. Sure. All I did was then go, I went to an act performing arts high school right. where I spent half my day just learning about acting. Then I went to a conservatory for theater for college. Guys, I have not been properly educated since I was 13. <laughs> okay, well, let me just ask this simple question. Is it okay that Mav goes up to his uh, airplane and uh, wiggles a giant Tomahawk missile? Just making sure it's on. <laughs> I just want to make sure it's. I want to make sure it's in there tight, so I'm going to give it a yeah, good wiggle. Because yeah, yeah. worst case scenarios, it fucking blows up. Yeah. It falls off. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> this thermonuclear thing on. Bang, 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 bang. Let me get a hammer yeah, on this. It's all good. It's all yeah, good. It's locked in there. Also, um, because his shaking is a good mirror for what's going to happen when they're going 600 miles an hour up in the air. About oh, the yes, same. Yes. About the same, same amount of right? Yeah. If, if it can withstand me giving it a good couple <laughs> then it talks, can take Mach Two. Surely, surely Mach Two is not going to be a problem. I have another question about this movie. You can help me out. It seems as though there's something really important that they need these new graduates to help them with at the end of the movie, and I don't understand why they want them to do it. So they're at their graduation in <laughs> California. San Diego. San Diego, California. They have graduated from Top Gun. Something happens in the Indian Ocean at the end of the movie where some ship... Get, hey, Joel, oh, oh, Joel, I'm going to have some fun here. Where, where's the Indian Ocean? Near India. Where's India? So in the Indian Ocean, <laughs> a ship has gone, has, what's it called? Dismantled. no. What's the word? Uh, it's 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 fallen apart. It's it's got it's broke down. They can't get the fucking jib up. I can't even think of the word. A ship has has uh, stranded or something and, right. and and are disabled and wandered into enemy territory. Okay, whatever that line so is. So we're gonna and we're gonna shoot go, them down. No, we need to protect airspace while we rescue that ship. And there might be hostiles. And okay, and laws territory. of engagement are if you got if you gotta start World War Three, you do that. You do it because a ship broke down. And, and do me a favor. Use student pilots. Yeah. If you could. We need these brand new 23-year-old hotshots <laughs> that have graduated by a poolside in San Diego, California. Five minutes ago. Five minutes ago. The best of the best in Ice and Slider. The second best in Hollywood and Wolfman. And then who comes third? The guy with PTSD who just lost his best friend and doesn't have a real in weeks. Oh, weeks. Weeks and every time he goes up, he can't even deal with himself. Mav, we need you. Wait, but I just graduated. <laughs> There's nobody else. Do you see the whites, the dress whites? Because I just left graduation. Just left. What do you need me to do? If you're listening to us still have this conversation, understand the point is in no way, shape, or form yeah. should have these five men been the chosen ones to go and stop World War III from happening. Yeah. They then get there, they then get briefed to get on that flight. So what do they do? They hop one of those big uncomfortable planes the ones where you just sit on a net that they show in movies all the time yeah. world war z they got it in there don't they have it in tom cruise movie uh, the the mummy the mummy that's right oh yeah that's where Ooh, good job where he thank crashes you. and thank you yeah thank just you. the most uncomfortable seating like the whole plane is made out of the back of a police car so maverick then what joel how many hours do you think it is from hour and a half <laughs> yeah. half, two hours. Yeah. Oh, that's an easy flight that's an easy flight it's like a day so basically. it takes a day to fly from Myanmar, and like if you're in one of those like 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 giant military buses that those go like like I don't know hundred miles an hour, they're yeah. like tops. <laughs> like, <laughs> please, please understand. No matter how we edit this together, this is I love making fun of this movie, but 
I, it is truly my favorite movie. Like I no. would watch this over any other movie, any other movie I in the world. I don't see it. How? Just I don't the, know. It's well. I love action. First off, I'm a junkie for action. Sure, there are action <laughs> movies that I think age better that don't have the corny scenes that now we kind of chuckle at because they're, they're all but they're corny, buried but they're fun in the eighties. They're still fun to watch. The the you lost that love and feeling where they. Oh, God. it's so wonderful! Oh, it's so yeah. You have to watch it through through a, a, a pinhole and a piece of cardboard. It's so uncomfortable to stare directly at. Stop being that. mean about Top Gun. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going the other direction. Okay. I need you to n- know that you're hurting Jeff Meacham right now. Oh, oh, this is working then. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, the movies. I mean, what, what, what's the best of the eight? Oh, by the way, did you know that it's the Die Hard, Aliens. The Abyss, Batman, Jurassic Park, Hunt for Red October, Indiana Jones. Oh my God, those are all uh, th- th- those, those are, are, are some of the greatest movies really ever made. Movies. I just watched The Abyss again recently, the other day. So, Top Gun is really your favorite Tom Cruise movie? It's not just my favorite Tom Cruise movie; oh. it's my favorite movie of all time, above it's, any other. Oh movie wait, wait, ever. wait! Did you say is this new information? Was I not listening? I might not have been listening. I'm, did I not say that? Oh boy. Okay, yeah, I'm saying it now. This is your number one favorite movie of all time. Okay, everybody's got their bullshit, like. <laughs> They're, they're Citizen Kane. Oh my God. I'm going to say, an imp- I'm gonna say a movie thing, that's Alec, actually favorite good. Favorite movie doesn't have to be like yeah. a great movie. I agree. Exactly. It, it, totally agree. So you're going favorite movie. I'm going to say this right now, clearly as it can be. Here is my, here is me, the actor, Jeff Meacham, that has watched a lot of movies. My favorite movie of all time is Top Gun. What I think the best movie of all time is, just to put this out there. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm stalling because I actually forgot the name of the movie. I know what it Magnolias. Yeah, yeah. One flew over the cuckoo's okay. nest. One flew over the cuckoo's right. nest. I think is the best movie ever made in terms of actors, performances, the whole nine yards. She is incredible, Louise Fletcher. I think it's a perfect movie. Okay. And Ch- oh, Louise Fletcher, that's the greatest villain ever. ever. Chinatown is a is a close second. Uh, There's hope for you. Yeah. There's hope. So I do have I do taste. have some taste. Little some bit. taste. Little taste. Some. But then. Do you actually want to watch those movies? No, no, Top no. Chinatown. But when I do watch them, I'm like, oh, these are good. But it takes so. But anytime you say to me, Jeff, do you want to watch The Rock? Sure. Do you want to watch Stallone's Cobra? Yes. You know, like I watch those <laughs> movies anytime. Oh God, what else about this movie? So in this movie, Patty Benjamin, the Admiral's daughter, Patty Benjamin, the Admiral's daughter, who he slept with. Turned out the Admiral was pissed that he slept with her and he could not, he got a hard, he, I think he wasn't allowed to go to flight school basically, or accepted to this one academy that they all went to. So you see that in the, one of the early scenes in the bar when they all know each other, but they don't know Pete Mitchell because Pete Mitchell was not allowed to go to that same school because he slept with Patty Benjamin. Are you ready to lose your mind? They bring this up a fair amount in the film. Guess who's in the new Top Gun Maverick? No. Patty Benjamin. No. No. Played by who? Played- Jennifer. Jennifer Je- Connelly. Jennifer? That's who oh, Jennifer Connelly is. Wow. Oh, Did I wow. just blow your All minds? Right. All right. All I, right. I'm really feeling funny down below right now. That's how <laughs> excited I am about this. All right. We're done. I love this movie. And now, commercials. All right, here with us today is one of the greatest American actors that I know. Um, mm. No, is that not true, mm. Jay? Are you? I mean, well, uh, top well, ten? I mean, I like that he's debating. Yeah, I, where, I would where would say, you put yourself in the I, well, number one? 
half Korean, yeah, half you, Irish actor. Number one. That number, number one, one. Number one. one. What number about one. what about men with freckles? Where would you put yourself? <sighs> All right, number one. Number but then one. After Top that, of the chain. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, Jay Hayden to our show. Jay is currently one of the stars of ABC Station 19. Before that, he was on ABC's The Catch, and before that, he was on a litany of other television shows. He's wonderful. He's famous, and he's one of our great friends. We love you to death, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I love Jay it. Hay. Jay Hay. Jay Solid. Yeah. Jay so, This feels good. This, this feels, feels right. This feels really nice. Jay, you're here not because you're a friend of me and Joel's, but no. because because you laid eyes on Tom Cruise. Is this true? I did. I, I Wait, wait, wait. Before you tell the story. Yes. Tell me about your life before you met Tom Cruise. What was your life like? Tell me about your career and life leading up to that moment <laughs> well, in life. I mean, Born what, in Vermont. are you trying to say that things changed drastically after I met Tom Cruise? Obviously. Look where you are in your career now. Because they did. <laughs> um, listen, I was from Vermont, small town, came out here, struggling actor, can't make it happen, met Tom Cruise, bang! <laughs> That's how it works. That's okay. exactly That's how why works. we have this podcast. What year? Do you remember the year? When um, I believe it. Well, hilariously longer, right? enough, I, I believe it was after we did the pilot of The Catch. And then I met so Tom Cruise. If you don't see, my hands are in the air because Jay's career was going well, but then he booked a Shonda show and now his career has gone off to the stratosphere. So I believe our theory works out, right? Listen, a little bit of All that. All because of Tom Cruise. All because yeah. of Tom Cruise. A little bit of that cruise magic. So where were you? How did it happen when you first laid eyes on Tom Cruise? All right. So I felt just cool enough, or I think actually the person that... I was friends with felt I was just cool enough to go to the Soho house with them here in Hollywood. Oh, okay. So if, oh, if, if folks very don't, chic. if folks don't know what the Soho house is, it's a private social club. There's a bunch of them now. There's like, yeah, there's a few of them around the country. There's yeah. a bunch in LA. It's a private club restaurant, basically mm-hmm. social area where you can get, there's many different rooms. There's wonderful food. It's at the top of a building here off of sunset. You, you know where else there's one? Soho. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that, that actually makes, sense. makes a ton of sense. That makes sense. Okay, so you're at the Soho House I, here in LA. I'm at the Soho House. Um, I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty... Did you feel in place, out of place? I felt a little out of place okay. because there was a lot of famous people there. And was, I was it a special night? It was not a special night. A night like any any other night. <laughs> Just a it's Thursday. like a Thursday night, let's yep. call it. But there's the a, Soho Soiree. Yeah, the, the so it was uh, the Sunset Stripper all <laughs> the way. So I'm there having a good time, trying to look cool, order cool drinks. Sure, yeah. Trying to also. What did you order? Do you remember? Old fashioned. Oh, that makes sense. Just a straight old, you know, uh, just give me an old fashioned. There you go. What do you want? Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, an old fashioned. And then they asked, like, what kind of rye? And I was like, whatever. Um, The third one on the list. Dealer's (laughs) choice. Super cool. Every time. Every time. I've been drinking margaritas for for however how long I have. Years. Every time. Which which, uh, tequila do you want? Um, That one. That one. That's all I, that's the most I know. You pick your favorite. (laughs) Yeah. It was uh, it was one of those moments where I was just living moment to moment, trying to be cool, also trying to check out the celebrities. And then at one point, I had drank so many old fashions that I, I had to I had to go to the bathroom. Sure, right. Yeah. And the bathroom, so everybody can get yes. the visual. You're up in the bar area, which has got the the whole balcony area, and then there's a long flight of stairs that lead down to the toilet. Beautiful, Beautiful long staircase down. Oh yeah, Sunset Boulevard. Like with the front desk greeting area where the bathrooms are located. But beautiful staircase. It is. You've got to really have to know that. Cinderella staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll come back to the staircase. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm walking 
over. I'm checking celebrities. And then I realized there's a little bit of a commotion. And now all these celebrities that I've been checking out are all headed to the staircase to look over down in. But I have now already committed to going to the bathroom. <laughs> so I am now at the top of the staircase. And I look around and all these people have swarmed around and are looking down at the bottom of the staircase. <laughs> and at the bottom is Tom Cruise. <laughs> and Tom, Tom has a full <laughs> motorcycle leather outfit on. Of course he does. Helmet in one hand. One billion dollar smile. <laughs> and and I, I guess I think maybe like the Soho House like manager is standing next to Tom, like talking to him kind of. But Tom is talking to him without looking at him and just smiling up at everybody looking down at him, completely comfortable with everybody looking down at him. And he was just Tom cruising right back. <laughs> But now I'm on the stairs. And so now I'm you coming committed. down the stairs towards Tom Cruise. Full bladder. Still yeah, full, full bladder. Full bladder. And full I'm bladder. like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit the bottom of these stairs. He's still posing. Everyone is totally cool just staring at him and he's staring back at them. So I get to the bottom. I peel right as fast as I can. I go into the bathroom and I say to myself, wow, I can't believe, I can't believe I just met Tom Cruise. <laughs> So in my mind, I'm already building the story to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I met Tom Cruise. Yeah. So I unzip the fly. I start going to the bathroom and start thinking to myself, I met, I met Tom Cruise when I hear the bathroom door open. <laughs> okay. No, no. And it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that coming. So bike helmet. Bike helmet, I hear junk down onto the sink. He doesn't give a fuck where he puts it. You know why? Because no. it's Tom Cruise, and he can put his bike helmet anywhere he wants. Just think about the moment of the guy, if there was a guy working the bathroom. Excuse me, sir, you can't put that here. And he just looked. All he has to do is literally lay eyes. There has to be no other reaction than laying eyes. I'm so sorry, Mr. Cruise. By all means, leave your bike helmet there. So I had already expended all my energy on uh, walking down the stairs. <laughs> And being cool. So now Tom Cruise and I are in a bathroom alone. And he comes right up. There's only two urinals. And so he comes up right up next to me. Oh, my God. And in my mind, I go, Jay, if you've got one moment in your life to say one this is it. cool thing. Like, be cool. Be blue collar, though. Like, be like one of the guys. Don't try to say a line. And what comes out is, awful foggy out there tonight for a ride. <laughs> I'm in fucking heaven. Full, but I just need to make sure both of you are peeing at this moment. Both of you are at We're peeing. the urinals. We're both peeing. So you're six to 14 inches away from his face. And oh, I just, not just his face. And, I yeah. Do, yeah. and I do, I'm doing the straight look ahead and I go, awful foggy out there for a ride. And the reply back is, no, it's pretty clear. <laughs> That's it. No, it's pretty clear. Wow. It was over. And that's it. In that moment. I cut it off <laughs> midstream, which nobody, no guy likes to cut it no off midstream, man. but I, no. it was go time. The kicker, he had put his helmet in between the two sinks, and I didn't want to splash his helmet with <laughs> no, any sink no. water, so I just left. <laughs> no wash. Sure. So now Tom Cruise thinks you're the dirty piss hand guy. 
No, no. But see, I think Tom Tom Cruise is so aware that someone's so affected by meeting him, he just thought, oh, that poor guy forgot to wash his hands. He probably thought, <laughs> yeah. he probably thought, got another one. Yeah. And knowing Tom Cruise, he <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, yeah. grabbed a rag, put a little soap and a little water on it, and actually looked for you. Yeah. So you could wipe your hands. <laughs> Because that's I'm the sure kind that's of man. Exactly Cru- what happened. That's the kind of man Cruz is. What I like about the line is that this is Los Angeles. It is never too foggy for a ride. Never. Okay, <laughs> let's back it up, guys. It that hadn't was, rained hey, in nine months. Am I allowed to drop an F note? Because it was yes, fucking foggy that night. <laughs> it was a foggy fucking night in LA. But it's like you were in a 1940s film. Damn noir. it! Like, did you, you he's like what? a Humphrey Humphrey foggy out there for a ride. And by the way, he's lying. It was a little foggy for riding. Okay, <laughs> but he didn't want to show weakness. No, and he didn't. To him, crystal clear. Crystal clear. He's got Tom Cruise eagle eyes. Damn it. Because he was able to hit those Ethan Hunt glasses, click something, and they're called fog-proof glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing affects him. Nothing affects him. How Uh, did you, did you go and tell your friend after that? um, I absolutely did not. I, in fact, I think I came up, I got back upstairs and he was like, hey, did you know Tom Cruise is here? And I was like, no, I didn't see him. (laughs) Hey man, I gotta go. Uh, I got an early call time. He's like, I didn't even think your pilot was picked up yet. I was like, yeah, uh, we're going to do a thing. It's a commercial that I'm doing for the thing. I got out of the Soho house so fast. I was so embarrassed. But like Tom Cruise was going to come find me and be like, hey, man, remember when you asked me that stupid ass (laughs) question in the bathroom? (laughs) It's amazing what I when when you think about what it feels like to be that famous, to be in a room where everybody is thinking about you. What does that have to be like? I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't. Do you, like, I, listen, listen, all three of us are lucky enough to be in a position where every once in a while people come up to us and they're like, dude, yeah, you're the guy from Station 19. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you, 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 your ego for the for at least the next 30 minutes, like you feel pumped where where I would love to know where the line actually crosses between the ego just getting a little a little pumped up and then where it gets to be tiresome. I wonder where that line is and how many people have to deal with that. Because, yes, Cruz, Julie Roberts, Denzel, you know, there's there's the, the, the Harrison Fords of the world where every day of their life they can't go and have. But that's got to be crazy. The Soho yeah. House. Every time you go there, you're like, oh, wow, there's David Geffen. You know, like, yeah. that's who I came up with, by the way. Yeah. David Geffen. <laughs> just no idea why. Yeah, there's David Geffen. I'm not even sure who David Geffen is. I'm not even kidding. He's the music guy. Uh, yeah, I th- I think I I I don't know. But also, like you know, most of your mega celebrities, you see uh, hat, sunglasses, boom, bam, fake beard, mustache, right. overcoat. Tom Cruise came to the Soho House that night, full Cruise, and was like, "You want Cruise?" <laughs> Take a big old help in a cruise. <laughs> and then stood there. I mean, he's a little bit, he's not the tallest guy in the world, but he looked 10 feet tall. Yeah. And there's just some, go, yeah. Oh, well, boy. Can, can, I, no, I just want to ask if there was a part of you that w- stopped to ask yourself, should you say anything to him? Like, this was your one chance. Was there a party of the coast? God, this guy's just taking a piss. Just let him go. Just let him do his thing. Nope. I can't do it. I, I truly, in my, thinking that I'm cooler than I really am brain. I really thought I could come up with something that was just so one of the guys. That may, yeah, you know? that maybe he that would he say, was hey, gonna go, hey, finally. Let's hang out, man. Yeah, like, hey, man, first of all, it is a little foggy out, right? <laughs> <laughs> first of all, 
It is foggy. Second of all, <laughs> would you like to join me at my table for some beers, maybe talk to some ladies, and maybe head off to some other party? And do you want to be in a movie? Do you want to be in Mission in Impossible? Fact, I have I, another bike out front and a helmet if you want to go for a ride I right thought now. there was a chance. Sue me. <laughs> And as always, as we bring our show to a close, we're going to answer some questions from the internet. Today, we've got a question here from Brazil on Instagram. Uh-huh. And the question is, what films and character in the film would you change for Tom Cruise? Oh, oh, like other movies. Right. So I, th- I think this means pick a movie that he's not in and say Tom Cruise should have been in that. Like we would recast. Good question. That is a good question. I mean, it takes a lot of thought, Oof. and I don't have that. I apologize for that. I mean, do you I'm, you know about the fact that he was, if, had they done the Avengers in the 90s, he would have been Iron Man. And still, I think yes, he, yes, I do. he yeah. might be Iron Man. Have you heard about can this, this? Can this be any, like, like does it have to be during his lifetime? Can, can, no, can go we, for it. Like go, any movie? No, man. I think he'd it. make a wonderful Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is such a good answer. I think he'd really nail that part. So sweet. Captain Von Trapp. I think he'd be fucking... I, I'd love to hear him sing Edelweiss. <laughs> He's got a melodic singing voice. You are on fire right now, and I've got nothing. In that case, uh, Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Beecham and Joel Johnstone. What about the Dustin Hoffman character in... Uh, what's the rated X movie he did? It's produced by me, Alec Lem. X movie that Dustin Hoffman did? Our executive producers are Doug Matica and What's Dan Patrick. Dustin Hoffman. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. Er, er, not Urban Cowboy. No, Urban Cowboy. Oh, you're talking about The Graduate? <laughs> editing by me, Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Oh, it's oh, not- oh, 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 uh, 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 no, it's Cow- uh, Midnight Cow- Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. Oh, right, right, that was yeah. Rated X. Rated yeah, yeah, X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Cruise could do good with the I'm Walking Here. Our artwork is by Rebecca Montoya. I'm walking it, yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. literally the only thing I remember about that movie. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. What about putting him in a horror film? You know, like, like what if he was Jason? We are a production of Meeting So and So in association with Workhouse Media. Jason's got a lot of slow movements, and I feel like Cruz is too fast. So maybe Chucky. Ooh, he'd be a good he'd Chucky. You're a great Chucky. Find us online at Meeting Cruz on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our website and show notes at meetingcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meeting Tom Cruise. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please do rate and review the show. It really helps. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Webb. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Hooah!